Hey, revolutionaries, welcome to the Reparenting Revolution. I'm your host, Sammy Sadicario, lightworker, empath, and transformational trauma coach. I work with people who have been victimized by trauma and gaslighting and are ready to confidently think, feel, and live for themselves again. This podcast is all about healing the collective through the healing of the individual. It serves as an educational and inspirational format for those who are searching for true mental health healing in order to create a new vision for the world. Join me in this reparenting revolution. Hey, revolutionaries, and welcome to episode one of the Reparenting Revolution. My name is Sammy Sadicario, and you're probably wondering, Sammy, who the fuck are you? Well, that's what this episode is all about, my superhero origin story. Who am I, and why am I leading the Reparenting Revolution? Well, to give you a little bit of a background, I am a transformational trauma coach. I am a light worker, empath, and I work with people who have been victimized by gaslighting and psychological abuse to think for themselves again and create more self confidence, self worth, and what I call thought confidence. We'll be talking more about thought confidence as time goes on and how I came to it because it's all part of my superhero origin story. I was an actress, singer, dancer, director, creative producer, basically anything in the entertainment industry, you name it, and I did it. I was completely devoted to theater being one of the ways to heal the world through entertainment. Um, And then I realized that I was living a toxic and incredibly unhealthy lifestyle. I one day found a coach and decided to completely change the way I was living my life. I started to incorporate exercise into my daily routine as well as building true healthy habits. I learned about the dangers of toxins in our home and of certain kinds of plastics and began to slowly detoxify my house and my life. I became obsessed with learning about how all these chemicals and foods were not only brainwashing us and or helping us um, succumb to brainwashing, but also poisoning us, giving us cancer, giving us these diseases that are popping up over the past um, few decades. I took a full year to change my lifestyle. I lost 60 pounds. I kind of just became obsessed with self-development and I realized everyone needed to know about it. And I started a self-love revolution at that point. I've always been somewhat of a revolutionary in one way or another and just didn't know what the right way to apply it was. Well, soon enough, that unfolded by itself through what became the pandemic. I, as I said, I became a coach. I decided I needed to tell everyone that they didn't have to diet. They didn't have to change their whole life. They just needed to change one small thing at a time and really choose to love themselves more and to value themselves more in order to 
in order to change their lifestyle, in order to live a happier life. Um, This also became political for me as I was so confused as to why our government would continue to allow all these toxic chemicals and all of these toxic foods to be distributed to the American people. It was very confusing for me and felt like actions did not match words. It was something that I just did not understand but did not dig deep into until 2020. I was on a high horse about um, about using only plant-based products, only using natural products, and saying everyone needed to hear. I felt like I was chicken little running around with my with um, the sky falling, really. And I was so confused as to why nobody cared. Nobody and take that nobody with a grain of salt because that was the story I was telling myself. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Well, when I tell myself that, that's what I continue to see. Fast forward, um, I was working as a nutrition coach and a weight loss coach, and I found myself in the relationship with a narcissist, gaslighter, sociopath. And this is what I call my dark night of the soul. It woke me up to the atrocities of narcissism in our government and the atrocities of narcissism everywhere, really, um, because I became so obsessed with learning about this and learning about propaganda and learning about how I had been manipulated through the years by my doctors, by uh, by society, by my teachers, by my classmates, by basically everyone around me. Um, and how I let them manipulate me. Um, and this is victim mentality. Absolutely. That has all been a part of my healing process was first acknowledging that I was letting things happen and then acknowledging my victim mentality. Well, while I was in this relationship with this narcissist who was teaching me about propaganda, who was teaching me about the tools that Edward Bernays had used to um, coerce the American people into becoming epic consumers, I was studying this narcissist as propaganda because a narcissist is propaganda. They're a blend of truth and lies. And it was traumatic. It sent me in, it confused the heck out of me, to be completely honest. Anybody who's experienced gaslighting really can attribute to how confusing this method of manipulation really is. And that's where I was. And that's where I was stuck. Fortunately, at the same time, I had been learning this process that I utilized with my clients called story work, story shifting, and learning how to release trauma from the body through writing, creativity, and breath work, as well as how to rewire our minds to see the things that to be confident how to rewire our minds and our bodies by getting in touch with our inner child by getting in touch with that wounded child and our old stories and our old traumas and reparenting ourselves now i just used a lot of words that you may or may not know uh raise your hand if you've ever heard of your inner child great can't see anyone. (laughs) So your inner child, we all have this little version of us inside of us, right? And reparenting is learning how to offer that little you the love and support that you needed and did not get. 
everyone has some sort of an inner child wound. Um, Some have the abandonment wound. That is one that I play out. Um, And I'll talk more about the different wounds as time goes on today. Just want to give a brief overview of it. Um, This inner child, well, we have a bunch of adults, a bunch of leaders, a bunch of I call them false leaders, really, a bunch of policymakers and a bunch of parents who are unhealed, who have not stepped into their consciousness, who are still living in an unconscious state, and by doing so are spreading fear, victimhood, um, spreading false truths throughout our society. And so by reparenting ourselves, by getting in touch with our true inner child and our authentic, already healed, already whole self, we are able to raise the vibration of the collective. And we are able to step into a new age where truth comes out. We're able to step into a new age where mental illness and mental health are, are seen and expressed in the trueness of what they are. And what I mean by that is we are able to become the self-healers that we actually are because our bodies are so great at healing. We have learned how to stop listening to them. We have learned how to deny ourselves. We have learned how to gaslight and ignore ourselves. And this revolution is about listening. Reparenting is about listening listening to what's happening in our minds, listening to what's happening with our words, listening to what's happening in our bodies, and listening to what's happening in our world. This has been a thought experiment for me for a while as I've watched this pandemic unfold and I've watched the my friends and my loved ones divide. I come from an incredibly liberal and progressive area as well as background and being somebody who has done a lot of this inner child work and has um always questioned when when actions don't match words and recognizing that a mandate that does not fit my body is being not only accepted by my peers, but also encouraged by my peers was incredibly isolating. It was an isolating and continues to be an isolating experience. And so I have decided and I did start, did decide that I needed to start using my voice because I believe in the truth and I believe in our ability to heal ourselves. I believe that you hold the answers for yourself. I believe that you can and will continue to heal. And the fear that's being projected and the control and the manipulation that's being projected is trying to tell us otherwise. They're trying to tell us that 
we cannot heal, that we need to put substances in our bodies to feel better, that our bodies will betray us. And my friends, my revolutionaries, that is a story that doctors tried to put on me for years. That is a story that therapists tried to put on me for years. That is a story that teachers, mentors, the government tried to put on us for years and it is playing out. And I'm here to tell you, I'm here to ask you, do you believe that that's true? My goal for society is more confidence, more self-knowing, and less mental and physical illness and stress. My goal for society is that each individual is able to come to their true whole selves and authentic selves in order to lift each other up. My goal for society is that we move back to love and that we move back to truth. My goal for society and for you is to wake up to the gaslighting and to wake up to the control and to begin to heal ourselves. Folks, this conversation is more important than ever. Mental wellness has been stigmatized for years and it's because people were ignoring it. They were ignoring their own health. They were ignoring their own wellness. And the time to start listening is now. The time to start listening is today. And I started really listening when I met my narcissist. I was already kind of listening. I was already knowing something was off. My body was telling me something, but I didn't know how to stop and listen. I didn't know what to do with it. And so when I found the story shift process and when I learned how the words that we say point us in the direction that we want to go, just like the words, just like when we steer a car, um, the steering wheel points the car where it will go. Our words direct us towards the outcomes that um, we're thinking about. For example, um, and this is done through the reticular activating system. And I talk a lot about the reticular activating system. It's the data filter of the mind. If we always believe, if we believe the story that we're always late, guess what? We're going to perpetuate that narrative that we are always late. And this doesn't come from woo-woo. This is this comes from an actual data filter in our minds. We see way too many things throughout the day for our minds to grasp everything. And what the reticular activating system does is it filters out what we want to see. So for example, when I wanted to buy my dream car and I made the decision that I was going to buy that dream car, I started seeing it everywhere. I'm sure you've experienced this. You just bought a truck and all of a sudden you're seeing that truck everywhere, right? Or um, some people see it as synchronicities as well. That's also totally a part of it. Um, If I say to you, what's your favorite color? And you say not red. The only color I'm thinking about right now is red because you said the word red. So that's what I'm thinking. So our language really tells a big part of what our subconscious is seeing. 
Our language points to our thoughts, our thoughts point to our emotions, and our emotions really do hold the key to self-trust. Getting in touch with our emotions, getting in touch with our body, this is all a part of reparenting, folks. There's so many different ways to go about it, and I'm going to show you on this podcast the tools that I have for reparenting, as well as bringing on other experts who have amazing tools that you can utilize. Now, once I, when I was in that relationship with that narcissist and I woke up to the gaslighting that I was experiencing and I was doing this work with this language, I used these tools to not only move me through the relationship, but actually to get out. For example, I was continuously choosing him and he kept saying to me, like, you don't choose me, you don't choose me, you don't choose me. And so what I did using the thought confidence process was writing down all the terrible things he would say to me. So for example, um, like I just said, he would say, you don't choose me. And so I took out the don't and I took out the projections and I choose me. And that became my mantra over and over and over again. I choose me. So I took words and phrases and ruminations that were already haunting me and I translated them for empowerment and utilized that to rewire my mind in order to leave and then to heal from the trauma. This is something that I do with my clients um, day in and day out. And I'm so grateful that I had the tools to utilize them um, when I needed the most. And that's what it's about, right? Mental health isn't about being happy all the time. In fact, toxic positivity, in my opinion, is one of the biggest hindrances in true authentic mental health today. And because it completely negates the human experience and humans, we experience all these different emotions. And in fact, many of us suppress those emotions and that's what's causing all of these diseases in our bodies. One in particular that many women suppress is anger. I suppressed my anger for a very long time and experienced a tremendous amount of chronic pain, which is also part of my origin story. I lived many years in chronic pain. I lived many years with severe, severe anxiety and mood disorder, um, diagnoses that also never felt right. It never felt like that those were the truth. And it felt like there was another answer out there. And there is another answer out there. And it's called getting in touch with your inner child and learning your triggers and learning how to reparent. Um, And when I used those tools, I was able to leave the relationship and quickly within six months really start to see a vast change in in six hours after leaving the relationship, to be honest, I was seeing a vast change in my personality. I was much happier, much healthier. Um, there was more color in my skin. I had gained weight back, which was good because I had lost a bunch of weight during that relationship. And when using these tools and using the reparenting and learning how that relationship was just a reflection of how I had continuously self-sacrificed and self-sabotaged for years, and this was just the tipping point, if you will, I then realized that my mission was to show other people this and was to guide other people not to wake up to my truth, but to wake up to themselves, to wake up to their own truth and continue to cultivate a deep knowing of self and a deep love of self because that is all we have. Right now, 
It is a war of fear and a war on consciousness being put on us. And the only things that we really have are cultivating our inner safety, our inner peace, and our inner love. So who am I? I'm Sammy Sadicario, and I'm leading the reparenting revolution because I truly believe that the way through this time is by getting to know our true selves and by loving our true selves and by learning and waking up to our authentic core already healed self in order to heal the collective. I am incredibly excited to be bringing this podcast to you. And like I said, I'm a light worker, empath, and transformational trauma coach. I work with people who have been victimized by trauma and gaslighting. So if you have been victimized by trauma and gaslighting and you're ready to confidently think, feel, and live for yourself again, then join my 90 Days to Thought Confidence program. Take a visit to the show notes and book a call with me on my Calendly link. And we will dig into what stories that you can let go of and what traumas you can let go of in order to find your confident, authentic, connected, and peaceful self. Thank you all so much for joining me. And I will see you next time on The Reparenting Revolution. (laughs) 